I get this social anxiety in those moments and I'm like, I gotta go. First break, I'm just gonna head to the washroom for a second. I'm yeah, oh, gonna... that's exactly how it go, yeah. And then we'd look at the window, is that Jake's car? Okay, they haven't admitted Uber yet. It's 19 whatever. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> Hey there, if you've joined the podcast today, my name is Chris Jarvis. I work with companies on employee giving and volunteering programs. And my name's Jake McIsaac. I spend a lot of time thinking about public safety and restorative justice. So we are having conversations here that we've been having for 20 years. Yeah, the only difference now is we press record and share it with you. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year. We are kicking off 2024 with an episode that we recorded back in September, but it kind of fits better in January because it's about coming through a busy season and then feeling tired. And what do we do with that when we feel like quitting and when the folks around us feel like they've just had enough? How can we respond with compassion and grace? I, I didn't even ask you, how are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. It's back to school, it's September. Very, very busy time of year, but uh, it's good. How are you? I'm good. This should not be a busy time of year, but uh, we've had some changes and I'm just filling a few extra roles and making sure that I talk about it to everybody as often. <laughs> that, 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 that you're doing more work. That you're wearing multiple hats. <laughs> I'm oh, so busy. What a, what a yeah. martyr. Yeah. Yeah golf clap for everyone right <laughs> okay so busyness is an interesting thing because if you think about it i only spend I, you could spend a lot more time doing something right you could go from 40 to 8 hours 40 mm -hmm. to 80 but let's say in my normal week busyness for me is probably just reprioritizing things and getting behind and having to deal with the anxiety of that because i'm not oh, yes i don't have a lot more margin to put into things so i'm just i'm just putting all of this extra stuff and giving up agency and a self of and a sense of accomplishment just sticking out on my back and that's I think what I'm thinking, I've been give, giving up a lot of things too like I've uh, given up on my inbox people are like oh, hey, did okay, you see that did you see that did you see that email and I'm like no and I'm not <laughs> even going to try and pretend that I did oh uh, you should you too. should send you should send it again like oh, I don't put it to like the top this. Oh, uh, no. Just put it to the top of the inbox. I might see it, oh, or or no. or when when I'm sitting with folks, we're like, we should do this. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry, this is really rude. I should send that email to you right now because if I don't do it, it's probably yep. not going to happen. Yep. So I've been having weird conversations now, so I'm trying to squeeze in the most important pieces while oh. giving up on some other just standard, you know, my out of office. I don't think that's been updated for a while. It's just giving up. Maybe I can garner some empathy if I put like on the, <laughs> you know, the out of office thing. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling. Maybe you are too. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I don't know if I've, yeah, empathy. A little, Interesting. little help me. <laughs> I'm buried under emails. Please have mercy in your heart if I never respond to you. I, I, yeah, my problem like a, is, my problem is that like I know I'm missing things or are actively creating more work for me, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like just juggling. And I know that there's something, there's a ball that I'm about to drop. I hope it's not an important one. I'm just trying to stay ahead. I think 
it's on that treadmill. And I don't know that I would get a lot of empathy because the vibe where I work is, yeah, we're all busy. Yeah. It's, a, it's this time of year. We're yeah, all yeah. busy. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I can see that suck it up. time of year, right? Yeah. yeah. And you do have to kind of say, all right, everybody, we all knew this was going to happen. Nobody should be sitting around going, hey, what's going on? Right. Why is it so busy? Right. These are normal rhythms. Right. Right. Yeah. But in my area, August is usually, I was going to say crickets or cicadas. I couldn't think of a good bit there. But mm -hmm. it, there's not, you get to catch up, right? Yeah. It has been exactly the opposite. Okay, so in that book that we used that I just talked about earlier, this is just coming to my mind, that pro-social book where David Wilson is one of the authors. Uh, I was reading it, rereading it again. And I remember because of what we're talking about, that in ter terms of evolution, the, the individual who does what's best for themselves at the expense of others will win. They will eat right. more, the biggest male buck that takes out all the other males rather than sits around and goes bowling with all those other bucks that one's going to do better right it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how likable you are in that world the one who steps up and says no that's mine step back that's the one right that wins i so, suppose yeah yeah okay, yeah so on that, the that makes sense you know, on evolution yeah yeah but we know that groups that uh, where that are full of people who are self-interested, that group is very highly dysfunctional, right? They're not playing together. They're all like trying to be superstars and do their own thing. Remember, we talked about the hens mm -hmm. uh, and that attacked each other. So, but so in a group, if you want the group to perform, you're pro-social and you give and you're considered to others. As an individual, as an evolutionary sort of sense of self-preservation, you might protect yourself from having to give too much to the group. So we're in a situation with like, I am dying under emails. Mm -hmm. that, that's my thing. I'm thinking I, I, I can't because I need to do this. But I know I'm, it's not me just not doing something. It's me also affecting my team. Yeah, well, I think that's a huge point. I, if I could reflect on what I think we should have been, my colleagues and I should have been doing over the summer uh, to prepare was putting uh, relational capital in the bank. Because mm -hmm. when we got busy, now we're in this cycle. Uh, we're shorter with each other, yeah. uh, more direct. Uh, everyone's a little bit more stressed. Yeah, And we all understand why. We understand that it's a, a product of the the, the conditions that we're working in yeah a lot of work uh shorter it feels like uh shorter amounts of time to get things done a lot of pressure and having to be on more and what's paying the price are our relationships um because we just expect people to just get it we're all busy and so we shorten our interactions which actually is the energy that keeps us going. That's the fuel that keeps the place running is that I can pick up the phone and call you and say, I need help. Mm -hmm. And that I know you're going to jump right in. Mm -hmm. Instead, um, what, what I think is happening in some pockets, I, where the relationships have had that investment, they're still great. But where they haven't, it is showing the cracks because everyone's like, do your own work, carry your own water. 
I'm, I'm full too. And we've lost in some pockets and I'm probably oversharing, but who cares? Um, <laughs> this is this is a relational <laughs> problem in every place you don't okay. know that i'm working where i'm working it doesn't matter okay. okay everyone has this uh this experience i think when we get busy we start to because it's a human experience yes that's the whole thing and it becomes you sort of get to a place where you might think i want to be pro-social right now mm-hmm. i can't i can't I can't get out of my own way. I can't get out. I can't um, think about anyone else other than myself. And I hate it because I recognize that I'm doing it. And this can happen not just because of work that we have to do, but if you think about, um, yeah, I, I go back to when you and I were doing some Sunday supper work together. And emotionally, when you're growing new neural pathways, like you and I talk about all the time, emotion that can be exhausting as well. It's so much dissonance to resolve, so much inner work. And we're, you know, this season we're talking about going back and the inward journey and trying to think through these things. But I remember people becoming exhausted with the dissonance created between what they used to believe and how they used to see themselves and now being at this meal. And they had to step back and take a break. But it's, you don't feel like you have a good excuse for that. Like if I, it, it, with my team, I'm buried. I'm sorry, I can't get back. But there's sort of a rationale for why I'm screwing up their lives by not mm-hmm. doing my part. And if I was smart, like you, now think that you should have been and put relational capital into that, I, you know, they might have stepped forward to meet me. I know they would. And, and they are, actually. And they will. But... But if you don't have enough there, you're going to go into relational overdraft. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're you're going to draw on. So now you're going to, uh, for me, then I pressurize. Oh, now I owe you. You you got me out of this and I can't get out of that spin that you stepped in for me. I'm going to have to step in because you you covered me. And so it's it's interesting to uh, get in those cycles, but um, maybe that's just the way it is. And that, and so we... But we have levers to pull to sort of manage the social capital and the forward, backward flow. Like I can, like I owe you one is sort of like I'm drawing against the future and bringing it here to give you a nice bump mm-hmm. kind of thing. But when people would come to us at the Sunday suppers and say, I can't come back. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to take a break from this. There were, There's not these normal levers where I owe you, blah, blah, blah. It just feels like the person is sort of surrendering, even though they're actually just overwhelmed in a similar yeah. way and there's this they've gotten to a point where they need to preserve themselves at the expense of the group but it comes across quite differently it comes across like a defective character or something it's easy to stand in judgment of that and we've talked yeah. about that uh, yeah before and to just yeah. look and and not recognize the own pat the the similar patterns when they show up in our own lives yeah uh, that overwhelming that i'm drowning i don't know what to do so i'm just going to give up and that spiral that happens in our professional lives, maybe take just a half step and start to imagine that spiral in a personal life in your yeah. everyday. So it's not your inbox this time. It's yeah. your ability to secure housing. It's your ability to keep your um, family connected and safe. Um, and all of a sudden you reach this point where, especially if you feel alone and like there's no one else you're connected to, just washes right over. 
So when volunteers are immersed in a community where that is the norm, and we're all kind of volunteering together to do something about it, and then one person says, I'm overwhelmed, they, they can't say, I have so much work, can you help? Or anything like that. It just feels like they're stepping out of the group. Well, I, I would imagine that in your in your work, one of the uh, reasons people are reluctant to volunteer and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just imagining that people would say, I'm too busy. I've got, I've just got too much work. So I yeah, can't do this one, one more Absolutely. thing. Yeah. 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 Instead of, uh, realizing, uh, what that one thing could do, could bring, how it could right. actually energize and right. make an investment. And that, that makes sense. Like I'm going to just tell you without any understanding or experience or framework with which to understand the value with what you're saying, it's on the bottom of the priority list right. and I don't have enough time. If I've come and I'm getting into it, like I'm, I'm, I'm moving to the, I'm beginning to do the inner work and I become overwhelmed. And then I say, I can't keep coming. I don't have a good excuse. I don't have a socially acceptable reason to say, Jake, I can't, I, it's too much, man. I can't deal with this anymore. Now, I don't, that's what I'll say. I, I'm not mm -hmm. actually saying that. I think I'm saying something like, I have so many emails. I just need to step back a little bit and prioritize some of these other things. Like this person is just saying, I need some time to catch up with where I'm at. This is the journey's going too deep, too fast. I feel like I'm free falling. It's exhausting me. And at the beginning of our conversation, I just began to think how interesting it is that I can make excuses for the emails, mm -hmm. but it's very hard to make excuses for not continuing to help. And a lot of people in the journey get tired and need to be able to say, I, I just need to look after myself, even though that doesn't seem pro-social. To just take, I, yeah, to take a break. Yeah. But, but who would you tell? Well, in our work, you would go to the person kind of organizing it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I just would stop showing up. Right. Unless there were a handful of people who used to come to Sunday supper said if they didn't show, we'd send out a search party, right? Mm -hmm. Like that would seem strange. But you're right. Probably, I wonder how many people reach that point. And since there's no just disappear. social way to say it, yeah, or express yourselves, you just stop showing up you might yeah. you might say it to yourself you might get there yeah. it's this this moment of uh realizing i'm overwhelmed i can't do it if i don't know who else to bring into that conversation the only person i have is to talk about is yeah. myself yeah uh, and then i can lay over that uh feelings of guilt maybe i'm letting people down feelings of like if I can't get out of my own head to have that conversation with other folks that, you know, the checking in, am I the only one that ever feels this way? And then just like yeah. we were doing today, yeah. I'm buried an email and you're like, yeah. Oh, me too. Exactly. What are those you, we, moments this where is we can see do each it other? like this? Yeah. But you wouldn't have two people go, Ugh, I am so, I just can't deal. You wouldn't believe the stuff that I have to face at that homeless shelter. I just like, Ugh. Sorry, can't be there anymore. So, you know, that I think you would go, dude, are you okay? Like, yeah. What do you need? But, yeah. Emails, that makes sense. Totally get it. But it's basically the same thing. I have overextended. I'm exhausted. Different parts of my physiolo physiology are exhausted. And I 
need to kind of pull back on pro-social, look after myself, but it's not because I think I'm more important than the group, but, but then how do I convey that? And you're right. Just, so here's the next question. So I stopped showing up at the, me, the community kitchen. And you, you said, and then I have these conversations with myself because now I need to somehow resolve the dissonance between who I thought I was going to help on a regular basis. And now I'm just not going to go anymore. So what does that mean? The whole reason for not going is to not have the dissonance. So I think what I would do is just say, nope. And put the conversation in storage and just say, yeah, I'll come back to that later. I'm just going to move on. Well, that's <laughs> okay. So we said we've become more vulnerable. Yeah, me for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I've done that in our relationship lots of times. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Like I get overwhelmed yeah, wait, lots about. Of time. I, I knew about the. Word. I'm about to. I'm about to do it again. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no. But I. It's one of those. Uh, I think I do two things actually. I withdraw. Start to figure out reasons why I'm just. I, I think I'm out. I'm done. I'm just gonna yeah. stop showing yeah. up. <clears throat> and you are that good friend of like, oh, send the search party. Hey man, let's, let's go out. Let's, uh, what, everything okay? And so then it forces me to take another option of I'm gonna, just going to avoid. Uh, okay. I think I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. I can't because it's, it's not enough room to, I'm trying to step back, uh -huh. I'm trying to get away and you're like closing the gap. <laughs> but, but, but let's hang out. What do, what do you want to do? Let's, and then it's, yeah. now I just have to cut it. Yeah. And I, 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 I can see those patterns now when I look back. I don't love those things, but I think the one consistent place is it started from being overwhelmed in whatever the situation. I've just sure. got to run. I've got to get out. Yeah. And I, I think at least it feels like I, I process, I know this did not be true, but in the moment it feels like. I just need to be on my own and alone to process this. If everyone just leaves me alone, I'll figure this out. I don't actually believe that. All of this podcast is that we don't actually believe that. We think we need other people. We know we need other people. Yeah, yeah. But the lie that is so seductive in that moment is that I can just step away, figure this out, and then step back in. And the truth is, I will probably step away. And unless... Uh, I'm pursued unless mm -hmm. community comes to look for me, unless you send that search party, I'm probably going to be lost. That's really interesting. Okay. So obviously, you know, we would, I, I know that and we would, some people would call it ghosting, but <laughs> being Jake was when you would turn yes. around and say, Hey, Hey Jake. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, he's gone. And then a couple hours later, a text. Uh, I would text, are you are you cool? Yeah, home now. Yeah, I just left. <laughs> but I think we're, when you said overwhelmed, what kinds of things? It, it didn't feel like work or anything. It felt like maybe expectation or some yes. social or social I, things. I think I, I, I don't think people believe it because we, I put myself out there in different ways, speak yeah. a lot and get, yep. we're doing this podcast. But when I'm in my most, I think, uh, those closest relationships, I can just shut down. I want to be a sponge. I'll sit there. I'll be quiet. I want to listen. Hmm. And then I get overwhelmed and the, it's in my head. 
So I've just got to go. I've got to go. I just, I get, I get, I get this social anxiety in those moments. And I'm like, I got to go. I've just got to get out of here. Interesting. It feels overwhelming to me. So I'm like, I'm out first break. I'm just going to head to the washroom for a second. I'm yeah. Oh, gonna... that's exactly how it would go. Yeah. And then we'd look at the window. Is that Jake's car? Okay. They haven't invented Uber yet. It's 19, whatever. <laughs> home again, home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, I, I, I remember those and I, I probably do it less now. I think I'm more reflective and I think I've learned a bit. So I try to disrupt those patterns when I feel them coming on. No, just stay okay. there. I, but I do have this internal, uh, this monologue, I guess, mm. that just like, just stay in, just stay in, just stay here. You'll get through it. Okay. That's really interesting. Okay. So drawing a parallel to anybody who's starting their journey and volunteering, because this tends to be what we talk about, you know, and going out there and being pro-social and then just disappearing because mm-hmm. they need to protect themselves. And that's normal. We do it all the time. This just happens to be in an area where it's not, there, there's no, we haven't learned ways to say, I have been very, very giving for some time now. My brain now needs to recover. I need some time. I will be back. I will see you later. Like, we don't talk like that. That's crazy. Uh, and I don't mean crazy. I mean something else. Like, that's just nuts. Oh, I don't think that's a better word. <laughs> well, well, now you can get double canceled. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we spend a lot of time focusing on, especially in event planning or uh, whether it's a volunteer experience or just about any kind of gathering, we spend a lot of time thinking about the invite. We pay attention to who, who comes out, but yeah. rarely do we do the who stopped coming, who, who yeah. hasn't been there, who do, who do we miss, and, exactly. and then to circle back and to build those kind of, um, I think building that kind of um, event management IQ or like if you're going to actually run an event, you have to pay attention to everything. Yeah. All of those other things that you would naturally do, the invite, yeah. but also the, hmm, who did it leave out? If we're trying to be more inclusive, if we're trying yeah. to make this the most accessible space, we have to get make it a bit fluid too in, in order to, you can come, you can leave, you, you can come leave. back. You can come back. Um, that coming back or leaving, those aren't marks of uh, failed character. Exactly. Or, or returning to community that proof that you needed us. Like, Exactly. Let's make, let's make those transitions a little bit easier. And I think you, you and I do that in our relationship, mm-hmm. but I think, Oh yeah. Part, part of our work has been that it's, yes. it is yeah. part of, part of the work. I think that, that we both do in different places is paying attention to those pathways back in and out mm-hmm. um, of these learning spaces. And even normalizing them to say, you might really get into this, but at some point something might go pop. And you might need some time. That's fine. Listen, if I don't see you for a little while, I'm never going to drag you back here. But I am just going to check in. Yeah. Because I just want to make sure you're doing okay. That would be a very interesting way to sort of approach developing people who are taking this journey into community and and having to deal with these tough things. So that in the process of becoming pro-social they aren't ever confronted on their own with the big question, or maybe even we don't even use the ask question. We just hear a statement. Well, you're not as pro-social as you thought, eh? You're not as giving or caring as you thought because you hit a wall and you just gave up. And then yeah. 
I never want to feel that way again. So guess what I don't do? I'm never going to put myself in a position to feel that again. Yeah, I'm overexposed. I'm a bit vulnerable here. Uh, right. And and maybe I'm vulnerable because I'm overwhelmed. I wouldn't ordinarily let you in this close, but yeah. because I'm spending so much energy trying to keep all of mm. this going, you're going to mm. see the cracks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't like that. So time to go. I remember the first time it happened to me, somebody, um, uh, and nobody knows who she is, so I have no problem using her name because she's a beautiful woman. She, she has told the story as well because it, it Karen is, is awesome. You remember her from Sunday Suppers. Mm-hmm. Um, she came for a little while and she was very, very involved. And it just contributed at her highest level and, and really interestingly grew. Yeah. And got very close to some individuals and began maybe bending the rules a little in, in support and friendship. And you know what? The further you go in the journey, the more you are able. What? How do you say it, Jake? You Once you own or internalize the principles, you can make decisions that may or may not adhere strictly to a a, a yeah. type of behavior, right? Yeah, yeah. How, how would you say that? No, that yeah. that's exactly it. It it is that 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 principled approach to um, trying to figure it out, and and you you will buck up against the rigidity of, well, this is the rule. Uh, we right. talked about this before with I think a, a marguerite story of giving up yeah. extra bread. Well, of, of yeah, course, uh, exactly. It just would, makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. So she was uh, making some choices mm-hmm. um, that were commensurate with her growth level yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But it also pulled her into some connections with some of these uh, guys who began to depend on her as a consistent resource because she yeah. was very consistent, but the consistency drove her. And, and I'm, not, I'm only talking about a drive here or there, a little help with money or groceries or something like that. Like, But once you have three or four folks asking you or, or beginning to depend on you, you feel a little bit like a commodity well, that, and we, and that, I mean, that's why we have the rules in the first we place. We have the rules, right? So we, we would be there to be paying attention to, and I think, you know, uh, we're trying to, I, even thinking back about those rules, they were, they assumed the worst of some folks. If you do that, you're going to be seen as a mark and word is going to get out. You're an easy mark for a, a bus ticket, a pack yep. of smokes, yep. and it's, Today, you'll buy one pack of smokes for this person. And next week, everyone's going to know you as the smoke lady. And yep. so you'll be you'll be spending 10 packs because yep. everyone coming into it's going to know, hey, that's. And so we would say, don't just don't buy any smokes. And we really limited in some ways trying to be protective of maybe those human connection moments where, of course, there's some risk to it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And. And so all she needed to do was to get up as far as she could, overextend herself as far as she could, and then say, I need a break. And I was too immature in my own journey to know what that meant. Mm. I thought, I'm just tired and I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm kind of good now. You know, I, I was really into Game of Thrones. I'm not watching it anymore. Like I'm moving on. I I didn't know. I understood these other things, but I didn't know how to what to do. But now, you know, I would I would see this as a continuing part of the journey. We're just ended entering an interesting phase. 
just because she's not coming to the Sunday suppers doesn't mean she's not still continuing. And we shouldn't be inviting her to um, some ways to process the, this part of the journey. Like, as opposed to, well, if you're not here, there's the, the connection severs, which it didn't, but you know what I mean. Can I muddy it a bit? Oh, yeah, why not? Why yeah, not? Cause, well, because this would have ended up with a nice ending, I think. Yeah, no, I want to muddy it because I think we, again, we're looking back, previous versions of ourselves. I think mm -hmm, back then mm -hmm. we would have had um, faith-based manipulators to try and uh, convince people yep. to push through. Right. Yep. So then instead of just being tired, yeah, it, it is. And it feels kind of gross to think about it that way. But I think mm -hmm. those are the conversations that we just kept keep pushing on. This is an expression of your faith as well. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so uh, in trying to motivate people, mm -hmm. uh, I wonder if sometimes um, we added an, a, a layer of weight on a crushing weight on people who were feeling overwhelmed as we yeah. think back now, not didn't recognize it then wouldn't step out to do it. Oh um, man. Now I yeah. feel more bummed about the whole there thing. That's what I was hoping you would make it you. See uh, listeners, how he shifted that made that just about Chris. Oh man. I'm not even making it up. Like, it, yeah, it does. <laughs> I get so bummed by my past self sometimes. It's just because somebody has to live with that. I know it's normal. I just don't want to think of myself that way, which and, I guess. But it didn't always land that way for people. Some folks were motivated. No, yeah, by it. Some folks right, did right. take inspiration and saw them saw the 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 work of uh, charity to others mm -hmm. as as part of their religious experience and and mm -hmm. got a lot of energy from it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do think it it fueled some of their service, not to others, but their service in to. Um, to God or their community or their church mm -hmm. or their belief system or structure. But, um, but I do think about those times where people may have been telling us something else. I, yeah. I'm and just, there's just no way. To, I can't, we didn't I, have need a, I need a break. Yeah. And we're like, what, what do you mean a break? That seems like <laughs> yeah. giving up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So yes, but it has made me think, I realize where we need to go and make sure that this is part of what we're doing with champions is just, normalizing the rest it's period. a rest cycle yeah but that's, you can't keep go, you can't keep going no full out all the time no. so because you're going to draw that energy like you said from either the future or from other relationships that need you you know so how do we build sustainability in in, in some yeah. of the stuff so that the work can go on but people can and I think we did that we started to well you I know we did that we exploded mm -hmm. the volunteer side Mm -hmm. Because there was a core group of folks at the Sunday supper who just were like, we got this. Yes. Like, well, well, you're a going to burn out eventually, eventually, but, but you're robbing a whole bunch of people of a exactly. phenomenal experience. Yes. And so we could all contribute to this probably means that the likelihood of burnout or, or, or total system crash is, is lessened because we've brought in more resources. Yeah. But the impact that we're having is massive. Yeah. And the 12, it, you can almost foresee that this is going to fail eventually. Yep. yep. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Not so bad. Yeah. 
So I've got a couple. I've got a couple emails to get to. I think. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because that's still there. Anyways, you want Jake? Take a break on me. You don't have to respond <laughs> to any emails for a week. If I'm fired by next week, though, because we're you on said a break. Take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My boss. Says, Listen, I heard that last episode. It's. Uh, let me talk to you about taking a break, and then I'll be like, "Oh, you heard the episode where Chris fired me too." So maybe it's just part oh, for the course. No. Oh this no! Then I'll be te- next. Next episode will just be me talking about all the ways I've tried to reach out to you, but no response. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Search party in, incoming. Uh, it's good to talk to you. Ha- uh, good, honestly, I hope you do catch up with some of the emails. But uh, yeah, all right. Thanks. I'll see you next time. See you. Bye.